Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. Today, I am so excited to have this guest on. I have been trying to get her on for a little bit, but I've known her for a very long time. And I reached out to her because she was doing these impersonations of Courtney Kardashian. Her name is Andrea Lopez, and I'm fucking obsessed with her. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, girl. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. No shit. Hi, Taylor. It's Andrea Lopez for real now. Yes. So happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you got to give us some Courtney Kardashian because it's so good. I can't even handle it. So just like give us a little Courtney and then we'll go back to Andrea. Okay, so you guys know my family's whole shit is, like, out for the world to see. Like, Kim is really going through it, and I feel so bad, but I'm doing great. Everything (laughs) in my life is a maze. Um, Scott is really being a dad right now, and it's, like, kind of hot. We're not sure if he's with Sophia, but TB determined. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, so Andrea and I met how many years ago? Five. Holy shit. Seven. I know we recently saw each other. Yes. I, at a show I did. I, <laughs> actually, should we just like tell the world that I had such a yes. girl crush on you and we both started honestly in radio. Like I went to school for radio. And so I always picked up these idols. Hello. Enter Taylor Strecker. She was one of my idols. And thank you. Yes. Yeah, so I finally get my ass. I moved to New York. This was pre-COVID, like literally last year. And Literally. Then you opened for um, a podcast and I saw that and I was like, oh my God, she's doing stand up. Like, this is going to be great. And then it was so (laughs) bad. It was so bad. You literally came in the worst performance of my life. No, straight up. You need to, no, do not be hard on yourself. You did so well. It's so, it's hard, right? Like, especially if you're introing a podcast. So you got to make sure that you're getting your own jokes in there. And then the podcast in there, right? Like, okay, so I thought you did great. It's, it's. Plus, I was also like, I was also vetting stuff for like the <laughs> yes. second leg of the Stasi tour, and I hadn't fully workshopped it, and I just was like, truly not prepared. So anyway, Andrea comes up to me and she's like, "I've listened to your radio show forever. Like, I'm a fan, and I do these impressions and all this stuff." And I was like, "Oh my god, we got to connect. We got to get you on the show." And then classic Taylor Strecker, I just <laughs> wasn't like the worst and just like never saw the dms never replied i fucking suck at social media everybody can attest to it fans friends it's nothing personal i'm just 
horrible. I literally, Andrea, I got a job offer from Dear Media after I got fired from Sirius. Fired from Sirius. Two years later, I get skinny confidential. Yes. I swear to God, hand to God. Yes. On my podcast. And I'm like, oh my God, I know like, you know, I- I'm obsessed with Dear Media. I love to get my podcast. Take the tailor in there. And she's like, girl, do you ever check your DMs? <laughs> And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, we gave you a job offer right after you got fired from Sirius. And I was like, I never saw it. She's like, check your DMs. Check your mother effing DMs. So she, true. She was she was literally just like, how about this? Like, we just <laughs> thought that maybe you weren't interested. And we didn't want to be annoying and push. And so when I was invited to come here, I was like, oh, she's just not interested. She's doing her own thing. And then when I brought it up, she was like, you're a moron. Wait, so you could have been- if that doesn't... If that doesn't speak to how bad I am, yeah. I don't know what does. Okay, okay I'm like, convinced. I'm convinced. I thought you were being nice, okay. and I was like, all right, it's fine. No, no actually, you turned down Dear Media job t- two years prior. Like, <laughs> li- literally. And then spent the next two years trying to get in touch with them when they were there all along. So I suck at DMs. So Andre and I, well, Andre was DMing me. <laughs> I was yes. never replying. Uh, yes. And and then I was uh, I was following a Betches account. And I think it was, I think, I think it was just the main Betches account. I follow like all the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, um, they posted a video of you doing Kourtney Kardashian and it was doing, you doing Kourtney Kardashian, like going through Kim's like old looks, if you (laughs) will. And I was like dying and I'm like, I know this girl. Like at first I just like, oh, this shit's so funny. And she's so good at Kourtney. And then I was like, wait. I, like, no-no her. Like, we met IRL, and then I went to DM you, and I And there was, like, embarrassingly amount of just my DMs. No, No, me, my embarrassing lack thereof. And we can blame the pandemic, but let's just really blame you for being a fucking idiot. So I have Swiss cheese for brains. Anyway, so I'm like, oh, my God, Andrea, I can't believe it. I am, like, I'm a fan and also embarrassed. So we do got to get on the podcast. So anyway, so we've been in contact ever since. It's been, like, only, like, a month. But, girl, I am following you religiously now. You guys, if you don't follow her, you have to follow her this second on Instagram, (laughs) at Andrea Lopez, and um, A-N-D-R-E. E-A-L-O-P-E-Z. And if you're on TikTok, holy fucking shit, you have so many followers. You have half a million followers. Oh, no. no, We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Whatever. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. On a lot of your videos, you have half a million views. When I tell you, did I think Courtney was going to be my ticket to fame? Absolutely not. But here we are. Like, here here we are. Okay, so Andrea, let's go way back to the very beginning. So like you said, so you, did you really, you kicked off your career in, was it radio or was it um, when you did newscasting? Because I've seen videos of you newscasting and it's the fucking shit. It's the best. Okay, have you ever seen like a deer in headlights? It's just like a, if my newsreel is just all bloopers, like that's it. So obviously I know I couldn't go into news. I'm not serious enough. So yeah, I went to school for television radio. Also, Shout out upstate New York. I went to Syracuse. You went to Ithaca. Ithaca. We're kind of like nerdy communication school rivals, but like it's all the same shit, you know, but Ithaca is better. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Truly. No, it's not. No, it's not. Syracuse is actually better, but don't tell anybody I said that. Uh, Okay. Cause we always, we always would be like those fucking Ithaca people. Like we would always say, yeah. Same with us to you. New, new, you guys were, we were, you guys were the new school. New school. New house. Sorry. New school. Oh, right. New schools in New York. You guys are new house and we were park school communications. Dueling. We had like these like, like nerdy, like I can edit quicker than you (laughs) duels. Yeah. There's like not much to be better at than in communications. So funny. 
So, uh, yeah, I mean, I went to school for radio. I just love the whole radio. I love being in front of a microphone and, you know, looking like shit, but then also it's all about your words, yes. right? And so, yes. and that's what I loved about radio. And I mean, my first job out of college was in radio, but it was such a small station that they did not have a reporter. And it was such a small town that they go, oh my God, we have a murder trial. We've never had one in 25 years and we need a reporter stat. Like, can you do it? I was like, picking up like pamphlets, like looking for like law jargon. I'm like, what is the, um, okay, on trial, I made up everything. So for two months, I had a short stint <laughs> as a news reporter reporting on a horrendous murder trial. Oh my God. Every other reporter was so serious. And here I was standing out. It's like 20 degrees weather in Corning, New York. I'm like, oh. and today on trial, um, one witness went up to stand. I mean, it was horrendous. Okay, so obviously <laughs> that was short-lived. And then I went back to radio, but I always had this passion for impressions. And that is what kind of grew now to what it is. So where did the impressions come from? Was it something you did when you were younger? Like, you know, was yeah. it something you did actually through doing radio? Where did it come from? From the time I could talk, I would be doing random characters. And my dad, it's funny, he does this thing with telemarketers. He would try to imitate the telemarketer and like throw them off because we always had telemarketers calling our house. I don't, Our number must have been on like 15,000 lists, but he always would play this joke on the telemarketers and just do funny voices. So I picked it up and I just really enjoyed it. And then when I went to, I went to all girls Catholic school from- Oh my God, we're the same person. Literally. And, literally. and so I, I had all these funny nun teachers and I had to impersonate them. And so it just made my friends laugh. And I was never the hot, skinny- model like rich girl at my school I was like the but you are hot and skinny and modely I don't know about your financial situation but you have a lot of plans uh, oh thank you thank you <laughs> now okay if you saw me back then my diet was consisted of like Trader Joe's burritos like back then it was it was not cool so I used like comedy was my thing I made so many friends that way and I would just like impersonate the teachers so I've been doing voices for since I was I don't know in second grade straight up like I just love doing it and and now with social media, it's really helped. Like I have a platform to put them out there. Otherwise, I right. would just be like at parties with friends doing voices. But did you ever incorporate into the radio stuff or was that always kept completely separate? We used to do call-ins and I suggested that's kind of where I got my practice. Like I still got my to do my passion at, at work. So I suggested I would do these funny call-ins and I would be like some like disgruntled New York woman being like I'm calling in I'm pissed I went to Macy's today I was in line and this bitch overstepped me like we would just have these crazy call-ins and I would do the call-ins by the way little radio secret so in the world of radio whenever like and, and like listen like the Z morning zoo right yes. has been on for like a majillion years so it, it's different but like when any news station starts out or it's a small station little secret they write all their own fucking like help emails like you know yep. give me advice uh, letters and they actually have other people that work at the station do a lot of the yes. call-ins because you have to like train the audience that like this is okay and not scary yes. and then once they hear people see it it's like monkey see monkey do and they feel safe and so then everybody like jumps on board but you have to kind of fake it yes literally till you make it in the beginning of, with radio we had to do it for cosmo radio so, like so much i would say six months of like letters we wrote in. <laughs> it's like from our and own life. Yeah. Vo literally, voicemails. We had to have our interns leave, like literally. Yes. 
And then after a while, the real people start to like show up and turn in. Right. Yes. Fake it till you make it. Hand to God. All of that stuff is fake. I, I almost like I thought it was learning that Santa wasn't real when I found out all of my favorite <laughs> radio shows were fake. I was like, wait, the, the, the guy that called in and his girlfriend was cheating on him is fake. Like it's all fake. It's all fake. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, like how many people are interacting with radio that much on on a daily basis? Okay, the people we had calling in had serious mental, you know. Oh my god, we we used to have this guy, and I will say, like, wake up with Taylor when I was on Sirius, and like now the Taylor Shucker show. We actually do have a lot of real callers, but that's taken a decade (laughs) to get to. Okay, and like we have a really great audience. Andrea, yes. uh, Andrea, you're one of them. By the way, I did uh, I did a podcast that Andrea's on. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and I called her Andrea throughout <laughs> the entire fucking podcast. First of all, I'm not someone who really says someone's name over and over yes. and over again. And it was like so weird that I kept saying your name. And it was like God was just taking a big shit on me that day. Because he was like, you're going to keep saying her name over and over again. Not only did you not DM her back, but you're going to mispronunciate her name the entire time you're on her podcast. Awesome, Taylor Strecker. Good job. So, yeah. So, Andrea. No, but so we have like an awesome, I mean, I feel so lucky that we have such great listeners for the radio show because I know like a lot of times there is like this um, reputation for radio listeners being weirdos (laughs) and and especially when they call in a lot. Um, We used to have this guy though when we first started at Cosmo Radio. His name was David in Missoula, Montana. Oh, Jesus. And that boy, this is when we used to play music. And yes. that boy loved Shauna Paul's temperature <laughs> more than any fucking song in the world. Okay. And he would call up and ask for it. And we'd be like, David, we're playing it. It's on right now. <laughs> like, literally, it's happening. Get out. Like, yeah. if you're, I swear, I'm like, this poor kid lives in a cage in his mom's <gasps> basement. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, God. Right. he just calls radio stations. And then yep. Nicole, my best friend from college, Ithaca, who is still on air at Sirius XM Radio. She's uh, Nicole from the Morning Mashup, yes. which is, like, huge now. Um, she confirmed that David from Missoula, Montana, also called the morning mashup, like in the very beginning when she was on what? it. What? Oh my God, he's doing all of his circuits. He's like, all right, I'm hitting <laughs> all the stations today. That's insane. <laughs> also, Sean Paul, Temperature, huge song, loved it. I played it on repeat too. I get it. I get it, David. I get it. So yeah, radio's a weird fucking world. I mean, but when you think of it, it is kind of like the foundation of the entertainment industry. Like it's like one of the yeah. first mediums of entertainment ever. And so to be a part of it, I think is a really cool thing. I used to always say that when you're in radio, you are the construction workers of the entertainment industry. Yes, you build it up. It's so true. Everybody that has any sort of show coming up, they would go on radio stations, right? Like they, that'd be yeah. a big interview. Definitely. And I will say, working at Sirius was a different ball game because Sirius was had like a, a cachet of cool, but like I heard horror stories of like radio show hosts like interviewing oh. like big big celebrities and the celebrities just being like straight up like this is a waste of my time. Radio's ridiculous and stupid. My publicist is getting fired <laughs> after today. I hate you. So radio's like the most humbling. Yes. Out of. I really feel like it is. I mean, listen, if you're constantly going on auditions, comedy is pretty fucking humbling too, right? Um, yeah. 100%. You want to be humbled? <laughs> Stand up on stage and try to make people laugh, especially as a woman. It's like, why am I here? Oh why am I my putting myself God. through this torture? Yeah. But radio definitely, it's, 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 it's dirt. You know, it's down and dirty, I guess is what, I, what I'll say. Yes. So I feel like I have so much respect for anybody who's like ever worked in radio, especially like 
outside of satellite radio because like right. that's the real shit. So <laughs> yeah. you you were in the trenches, girl. Oh right? yeah, and working in a small town too, you have to go to town fairs and like that's your outing for the month. Like you got to show up no. at these like literally fairs <laughs> and they're the people that you see that want freebies. They're like, "Can I have a pen?" I'm like, "No." Like, you know, play the <laughs> play the game with us or something. You don't just get freebies. Oh yeah, I've seen them all. I've seen them. So you worked in radio for how long? Uh, probably two years. And then I came back to where I was born and raised in D.C. And I worked again at a news station. I was just trying to get my old chops anywhere I could. But yeah, so it was right. like radio. And I would love to go back into radio just because it's like a real paycheck. And I know. Podcasting but stuff. is it going to be? Is it going to be like, that's the thing is, is podcasting going to replace radio or are they just going to be seen as separate entities? I mean, right. when you look at FM radio and satellite, they were like mortal enemies, but like they kind of were different, you know? Yes. It's so hard to predict. I really thought radio would be long gone by now just with po- podcasting be around for what, like maybe 10, 15, uh, 15 yeah. like 10 years, maybe like 12 years. And already we've seen such a decrease in radio, uh, but it's hard to know. I have no idea. I'm sticking. I know. With, I'm keeping my options open and I'm going to read all my DMs too. in case anyone comes into them. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, touche. Totally fucking fair. Totally fair. I deserved it. Touché. Be me to me. I deserve it. <laughs> okay. So then you get out of radio, you're back in working in news. And then how did you get on the podcast that you're on now? I was working as a production assistant, waking up at 2.30 in the morning every day, and I needed something else, right? So I remember listening to who I work with now. Her name is Sarah Frazier. She worked on a really big radio show when I was in high school, and she was still in the area, and it started podcasting. And so because I got out of work at 10 o'clock in the morning, and I had maybe three hours of energy left, right? (laughs) So I was like, okay, maybe I should just like get into something else and pick up editing or whatever. So I uh, literally sent her a small email and just said, what's Gucci? I would love to learn from you. And I went for an interview and I started working as an intern and then I started as a producer and then her co-host left and then I just like stepped right in and we've been podcasting together for a year and a half now co-hosting. It's called Hey Frage Podcast. I was just a guest on it. Yes. And episode what number? Very high number, I remember. You guys do a lot of episodes. Yes. Actually, in quarantine, we've been doing it every day, so it's been really, really fun, but a lot of work. I think you were 5.30, if I'm not mistaken, and so many yeah. people were obsessed with your episode. I was so I was so oh. happy. Yeah. So go listen Thank to you. it. Yes. I was honored to be on it. I mean, you're so talented. So is Sarah. She's so great. Like, you guys are, you're a great duo. I mean, I said this on the podcast. I don't know if it, like, made it to actual, like, the air. (laughs) But I was basically like, no, like, we need to trade, like, industry secrets. I think that, because I think that I've got, like, what you guys don't get, I get. And what I don't get, you guys get. Like, uh, fucking answering DMs. (laughs) And also, but, like, no, you guys have, you're really good at marketing it. It it looks really fucking crisp and really good. Your energy. That's another thing I have to say is that a lot of times in the world of podcasting, something that I see lacking is energy. And that's something that, like, you must have if you work in radio. Like, or if you don't, if you don't have it, you learn how to have it. Yes. And, or you learn how to fucking fake it or whatever. And so... I can always tell when somebody has like a background in radio because their energy is off the fucking charts. And that's what you guys have. Like it's, it's a, you guys have a great chemistry, great dynamic. I'm obsessed, like truly obsessed. Same goes for you. Yes. And as soon as Thanks, I turn the bro. mic off, I literally fall on the floor. Like that's how much energy I keep Me up too. with. <laughs> and then I don't remember anything I said. So when Blackout. people are like mad at me, I'm like, don't even I don't even know if you're telling me the truth. I don't even know what I said. I, I it's so out. crazy. 
Okay, no, so accurate. you're so you're doing the podcast and you've like you've worked your way up to the co-host position. Right. You guys are doing it daily because you're in quarantine. However, when did you start to pop the fuck off on? So I want to say social media, but it really was like a TikTok thing, right? Yes, yes. And now I've noticed everything else going up, like all the other platforms. But yeah, the huge pop was TikTok yeah. at the start of quarantine. Like no lie. So the literal, literally the start of quarantine. Okay, so you and also you were on, um, you were on NB- bring NBC's bring the funny. Yes, yes, yes. Last year, the comedy series. Yeah. Okay, right. Last year, because I remember when I met you at the show that I bombed at at Caroline's <laughs> when I opened. Um, you had said like I do impersonations and all this stuff, and I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> and then afterwards, my tailor was like. I that girl Andrea because Taylor is a better person than me. Like she, was, she like remembers people's she names, was so nice, and like looks and looks them up after. <laughs> and she was like that girl Andrea was on this like NBC show with Chrissy Teigen, and I was like holy fucking shit. And so of course I didn't ever get around to watching it because again <laughs> brain Swiss cheese. It's not like it's not like a disrespect. It's just I literally if I don't do it immediately, I forget to do it for the rest of my life. It's, no, everything I think we all have that, especially oh. you're being hit with all sides. You have a radio show, you work with Betches, right? Like we all have fifty billion jobs. It takes yes. so much effort to keep up with everyone else. At least I find. I can't. That, 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 that's what happens. I, and I feel like people must think that I'm like such a total fucking bitch. And I'm just like <laughs> such a total fucking mess. That's what it really comes down to. I'm like the biggest mess of all the messes in the world. I was recently talking to somebody and they're like, how do you function? Oh, do you know the Instagram account? Not skinny, but not yes, fat. Yes, yes. She's like, you're the biggest disaster she loves me but she's like you're the biggest disaster i've ever met i don't know how to do anything like she was like send me a zoom link and i before i was like i don't know how to do that she was like zoom how (laughs) no because like you are so far in the industry and we're all thinking okay why doesn't taylor have like 50 um interns where's her personal assistant like what's her pr person we're all wondering we're like i will be your intern i think that's what i told you at the the i think you did too and i wish i fucking took you up on it right i was like i'll intern yes i think taylor tay was like hey that's great i don't think she's paying anybody but she would love an intern I think we talked about this when I was on Hey Frage, but I feel like there is this idea that when you have a microphone or a camera in front of your face, you're making a lot of money. Or like, yes. hey, if you're on TikTok blowing up and Betches is constantly reposting you, you must be a millionaire. And like notoriety and like financial success are two very separate things. And the world we live in right now, you it's know, so it's so separate. Oh, my God. It's really separate. So I think that people always think, just because I've been in the industry for so long, like, and I have, like, these, like, famous friends <laughs> yeah. that, like, I, too, must be famous and rich. I promise you, I probably make as much money as you guys make. It's insane. And also, yeah. my apartment's, like, fucking sick. So, of course, that makes people so not believe me. And I was married to a super rich dude. So I think everybody's, like, she walked away with, she, I, like, they think I'm fucking, um, like, on Gossip Girl. <laughs> like, yes. vi- like, a Lily Vanderwoodson, you know? I wish I was that smart. Fuck, I should have gone to court and took him for all he was worth. Instead, I was like, I believe in me. I'm going to put my energy into me. And now I'm like, I really should have spent years in court getting all that money. God bless him. you. Yeah, yeah, you're like really thinking about that courtroom. <laughs> yes. Fuck, too late. Damn it. I actually, I had brunch with Frederick from Million Dollar Listing. Obsessed. Yes. Dead. Yes. So I was at a fabulous wedding, like at Amangiri. The couple's no longer together, but the best fucking wedding I've ever been to. Great. And it was like, I mean, it was a celebrity studded guest list. There were only like Holy 70 people shit. there. Wow. It was like um, Elizabeth Olsen was there. What? She was friends with the bride. Oh my God. I know. 
Brian Atwood, what, the what shoe the designer, hell? was there. That's insane. And then Frederick was there. And so at the time, Frederick was launching like um, Sirius loves to do like, they love to like rope these celebs in to like these like sh- limited runs. Yes, yes. And then they like, I'm, and then who knows what happens in negotiations after, but like probably nothing. <laughs> um, so Frederick was like, oh my God, I'm going to be on the Sirius and you're going to be my radio angel. And I was like, yes, yes anything to be your friend. And so then he was like, we're going to make the money like the Howard Stern. And I was like, you're not though. And I was like, I don't want to be the, the messenger. Don't kill me. I'm the messenger. But like, I promise you that. It's not going to happen again. And then, of course, after six weeks, he was like, we went out to brunch or, or lunch. And he was like, I don't make the Howard Stern money with them. He's like, but I made $300,000 today by selling a building. And I'm like, you're fine. I'm not worried about you at all. So anyway, we went to brunch and we were talking about, like, my divorce and the apartment that we yes. owned when we were married. And he's like, oh, my God, tell me, tell me address. And I was like. I told him, and he was like, oh, don't even tell me how much you got. He was, like, horrified. He was like, you lost so much, you dumb bitch. Wait, so he was saying that you should have asked for, like, half of the profits of the apartment. He was like, you should have insisted that you sold that apartment and walked away with, like, the profits. Did you ever, like, wake up in the middle of the night in, like, hot sweats thinking about it? Or you're just like, it's over, it's done, it's past? It's done. It's over. I can't. I can't look in the back past because it will make me too upset. But, like, like, Frederick really was like... Basically, like mega bucks. Like you could bitch, have walked away with uh, millions set. of dollars. Yes. <laughs> more, more, more. You are also stupid, millions. stupid bitch for not walking away with <laughs> tens of millions of dollars. You stupid, <laughs> stupid. You live on Park Avenue. <laughs> He's like, you see, now you're in a studio apartment, paying rent. To a to an owner overseas, you're so stupid. You do it better. So, I'm obsessed with yours. <laughs> So, wait, how do we get on this? Oh, who knows? Who knows? I'm queen of tangents. So, like, I'll go off. <laughs> of a tangent. But anyway, oh, people always thinking that we're so rich, right? Oh, yeah. But, like, that's the thing. So, like, radio, and like, in my mind, I'm always like, I want a Howard Stern deal. But I'm like, does that even exist anymore? It doesn't. And so, but... But I will say that I like the people that have worked in radio, like I have a special place in my heart for anybody who's worked in radio because it's just we're like in a week. You know what? It's kind of like being carny folk. Literally. Yes. yes. And you're I know I worked at a carnival. Yep. Yep. You're like shopped around <laughs> to different places. Yes. And your freak shows usually. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. OK. So but but then you're like sufficiently in podcasting. And so but you also so this NBC show you were doing impressions and the Kourtney Kardashian impression specifically back then your Sofia Vergara is also very good um so how did the, how did that happen with the show I was still doing the podcast I had quit the production job just because why did Too I early. it was so early yeah and I wasn't making yeah. enough money and I really thought I was going to do the podcast for a little bit and then go off and move to New York or LA so I was still doing um my impressions and I was editing them and putting them on Instagram and I would use the hashtags like hashtag impressionist, hashtag voice actor. And I thought it was stupid, but it helped. I This scouter from NBC okay. DM'd me. That's why I always check your DMs, folks. Always. <laughs> True story. So he DMs me and he's like, this sounds creepy, but there's a new show coming out. It's a comedy series. It's like American Idol or America's Got Talent, but for comedians. So it's a sketch comedy, stand-up impressions. I think you should apply. I take this huge chance. I'm thinking, I don't, I'm not repped. I have maybe 2,000 followers on Instagram. You guys, this was um, a year, almost a year and a, and a half ago, right? So I'm thinking, they'll never choose me. But you know what? Who knows? And they're only choosing 40 groups or per- people. So I send it out. 
a week later, I get a call wow. from LA. Um, it's one of the producers, and she yeah. asks me like an hour long conversation questionnaire thing. And at the end of the phone call, she's like, "We would like to offer you an opportunity to fly out to LA, be on the show." And at the time, I still thought it was fake. It was not until I got off at LAX off the plane and I started I thought I was being sex trafficked like this is actually like a scary story <laughs> I was like okay oh I God. told my parents I was like keep a GPS on my phone but I looked up the show it looked legit right so I flew right. out and I met everybody at the airport did, wait, did they pay for your ticket everything was paid for I got picked up in a Cadillac like it was great right so, did they fly you first class souped up no oh that's the one issue I Fuck have them <laughs> they should have yes. that's rude right I've only flown a couple times first class so like this would have been a nice time um, but that was my only complaint, right? Is that I wouldn't, I was in business, right? <laughs> oh, business is better than, it, business is something. If business is something, right? It was an economy, thank God. And it wasn't spirit. So that's all I'll say. <laughs> so they fly us out there. We stay there for two weeks. They put us up in this nice hotel, all near the studios. And, uh, yeah, it was like a two week shooting. I got to meet Chrissy Teigen. I got to meet, um, uh, Oh, what was she like? What was she like? What was she like? Honestly, she was fantastic. Much taller than I imagined, just because you always think hmm. comedian, like uh, people are famous, people are like shorter. Um, but her yes. kids were always on set, and John Legend would always be on set too because he would be like holding the kids, and so we would come out and be sitting on the stage just like practicing. And Chrissy Teigen's kids are there, and we're just like, oh my god, like. And some of those people that are on the show were already famous. So um, a little old me, I'm dying. I am like, this is the first time I've seen any real big celebrities from L.A. in IRL. So I was just fangirling all over the place. But, uh, yeah, it was the best experience. And then I had to wait, I think, six or seven months for it to actually air. So I had to keep quiet. We had to sign NDAs. Yep. And then I made it to the second round, um, and it, it was great. It was a really big learning experience. But I, in the last round that I was on, I went up against um, Frangela, which is this duo that have been in the industry for years, right? I think one of them right. used to be Roxy on That's So Raven. Okay, so th this is like way back in the day, and they're on the Damn. show. Yeah, so I'm like they got some chops. They got some chops, right? And uh, yeah, and there was huge comedians. I mean, people that know a lot of people that we all know, like Hannah Burner. There's like friends of friends um, that yes. all come from New York. There are a bunch of like New York stand-up comedians that are well known. So everyone looked at me and they're just like, "Who are like? How did you get on this show? Like, who's your agent?" I was like, "I don't have one." <laughs> they're like, "What?" <laughs> I, I tell you, they, I, they must have so, some nice. They must have been so jealous because they're like. Fuck, they, she doesn't have to give 10% away. Exactly, right? Oh, my God. Thank, That's what I would think. Thank God, yeah. So No shade to my agents. I love you guys. You're super helpful. They really are. They're great. They're amazing. But, like, yeah, there is a point where you're like, you got here without an agent? God, God damn it. Why do I have an agent and a manager? Exactly. <laughs> After the show, I got an agent. but Of course. But before that, yeah, I was really like the luckiest thing that's ever happened. I, I put myself out there. Um, so never underestimate hashtags is what I tell people because I was literally discovered on Instagram. <laughs> With hashtags. That's crazy. I mean, I do hate a hashtag. You know this about me. <laughs> yeah. I hate I hate them too, right? But but I get but like I the, there are people now that I follow and I see like, okay, for example, I love I love her so much I'm gonna forget her name. Um, what is her name? She is the Australian comedian that she does like ha um she's she, she is actually challenge accepted, which I know there's like right oh, now there's yes. like a different challenge accepted going on. We won't even we get won't into even it. We won't even get into it. But yes. um oh Celeste Barber. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Yes, I'm looking her up, yeah. And she and she's Australian, she has like five fucking million Instagram followers at this yes. point. But she 
she she does like she'll she'll take like 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 model shoots or like Instagram influencers that are being like all modelly yes. and obnoxious and perfect and beautiful and she'll replicate it as like a like a real person. Obsessed. And she is so funny, but she is the queen of hashtags. Like like and I'm like, you're so cool, Celeste. Why are you fucking like hashtag comedy? Hashtag comedy video. Hashtag I'm funny. <laughs> hashtag funny girls. I'm like, girl, you something so lame. But the point is, is that those hashtags get people. It's discovery. Yes. I could fucking learn a thing or two about that. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> DM. Okay. Good to know. Check your DMs. Use the hashtags. Okay, yeah. So. But only, yeah, like overkill of hashtags. Yeah. There, there's definitely an overkill, right? Like in your opinion, how, how many is one too many hashtags? I mean, I usually have a set probably 10 to 12 and then I just get tired of writing them now some people go to their notepads and have save and copy or like copy paste smart which is smart. like fine then it, yeah but I uh, it, it, I have a friend and her husband he makes up actually two friends and both of their husbands are the most like douchiest hashtaggers <laughs> one of them is like he bra- he like hashtag brags so he's like hashtag my wife is harder than your wife hashtag your wife don't have my wife ass like he makes them up and I'm like get the fuck out at this of point here. it's not even okay he's doing it to be funny or he's like actually like this is gonna no, work no no he, no yes he's doing it to be funny but honestly he's doing it because that's how he is so <laughs> I, I cannot with him and then my other friend her husband is well we're not really friends anymore but well definitely not after I say this but her yeah. husband's such a nerd <laughs> and he's always like hashtag like Hashtag grass life, like, because they live Kill in the suburbs. Me. Like, hashtag porches, hashtag <laughs> lemonade and babies. I'm like, you're a fucking loser. Lemonade hashtag- and babies. <laughs> okay, if you don't know what a hashtag does, don't be using the hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've been on the show, great experience, but did you see your social numbers, like, uptick a lot from being on that show or not really? That brought me up to almost 10K. So, uh, that's significant. After the show, yes, huge, huge um, uptick. Swipe up. You guys swipe up. Everyone, if you don't know, 10K followers on Instagram, it means you can do the swipe up. Yes. (laughs) It's like the only thing they give you. It's like, can we get a swipe up and like a $1,000 stipend? Like, what's up? (laughs) No, it's just a swipe up. All right, cool. Can I get a check? Thanks. Thank you. (laughs) What's with the verification? Like, what's with that? Girl. I can't. I can't. Meanwhile, like in five years, we'll be like, oh my God, they they, they DM'd me about it. They, de- they tried no. to verify you years ago. <laughs> no, trust me. Def's not. I want that check mark. Like I want nothing else in my life. I want an in-ground pool when I'm like in my 40s or 50s. I'll even wait till I'm in my 50s. And I want a fucking blue check mark. That's it. That Maybe a it. nice charcuterie oh, also- board. Yes. World, world peace. <laughs> Yeah, world peace. Oh, and a, and a cure for COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's important. Yeah, yeah, add that in there. Oh, yeah, that too. And money. <laughs> we need that. <laughs> so many needs. And more Chanel bags. Okay, so yes. um, so you get, get up to 10, but like, you know, not like crazy you go viral from being on television, which is another yes. like a misnomer. People think like you're on television. Oh, my God, you're rich and you're famous now, right? But it's like, it's like this industry. Exactly. It, it, there's a lot of things that look so, so impressive that when you're actually living it, it's just like, I mean, Andrea, you say it all the time. It's like, this is the, like, w- the one more thing I do on my road to fame. Thank, yes. Right? And like, I'll be doing that for like 10 more years. Pr- I promise you. I mean, I, it's, it's like a step ladder that just is up to heaven. That's how high it is. It's never stopping. It never you're stops. like, and every time you think you're going to like take a step, you're like, this is going to be the this thing. This is it. It comes it's- crashing down all around <laughs> you or something. Or like a global pandemic happens. Yeah. 
or that yes, or like, or that. Like, oh yes. my god. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then the literally a pandemic hits, right? Yep, pandemic. And so you're so what are you doing differently now on your social media that you weren't doing before? I guess I'm super consistent. I never used to believe in consistency. You know, those people that are viral, they do like, oh, I I post three times a day. And to me, I'm like, that's exhausting. I don't even have, I'll have to dedicate like three hours just to think of a caption, right? Because like all these captions are like witty and smart. So um, quarantine has allowed me to post more content and also uh, come up with more characters. So I usually have a roster of maybe 10 celebrity characters and then 10 other unique uh, characters that I come up with myself. And uh-huh. now I'm trying to add to it. So I just did like a Lisa Rinna dancing video. Loved it. Thank Loved you. It. I'm working on a Reza from Shaws of Sunset. So it's just like more time, I think. Um, and then I also got on TikTok and that has helped me. When? When did you get on TikTok? Um, okay, so probably I was figuring it out for two months. When I tell you, um, <laughs> I could not understand. Right? Yes. I did a partnership with them with Bustle. Yes. They, they like hired me and I did it. It was like for, they wanted basically for... The, the promotion was like, hey, TikTok's not just for, like, Gen Z. Yes. It's for everyone. And I did – so a part of my deal was, like, I did a shoot day. I had to memorize a script, which, like, freaked me the fuck hey, out. Scripts. Um, But the TikTok – hate. But the TikTok people were, like, lovely and wonderful. And, like, they edited the fuck out of it. It turned out fine. I'm no actress, but it was fine. <laughs> but, um, but, like – I then they were like a part of your deal is you have to post at least one TikTok and set your account up. So I was like, oh, easy peasy. Done. Cut to me <laughs> having a mental breakdown in the airport because I was on tour with Stoss at that point. Yes. <clears throat> and I was like, I had a deadline. I was like, I can't figure out how to work this. And like all these kids <laughs> were like beeping and bopping, and I'm like, what is wrong with my brain? It was it was one of the most frustrating experiences of my life, and I just, truly, I just gave up, and I have never gone back to figure out, you know what I was trying to do? I was trying to do that one where I was like, bippity boppity oh. <laughs> boo, and then change my outfit to something sexy, and I was like, where's the song? How do you lay the track down? Everybody was saying like TikTok's so easy because like you can be your own video editor and like you can like like you know like you can add music, you can add video, you can add like words. And I was like, well, I kind of did that on story, and I'm good at that. So th- great, I'm in. And then I tried to do yes. it. And I was like, I I'm so confused. So I quit. Cause like I do everything. If I don't get it, I just I I just fall to pieces and quit. <laughs> so will you ever go back? Like, are you giving yourself a month break yes. when you're going back, or you're just done? No, no, no. I'm going to go back. You were encouraging me. I feel like I really missed, I really missed the boat, but it's okay. I, I because it, it's better late than never, but I, so wait, so it makes me feel so much better that it took you so much time to figure it out. So can you give us like oh, any yeah. tips? Like, what do you, like, how do you get the music? The <laughs> Should we just like give a TikTok? Also, I, I literally, like, I knew that you were blowing up on TikTok just based on like where you were being reposted on Instagram. Cause oh. like, I know enough about TikTok to know that. However, I, I, before this interview, I went to like, sir, I've been actually trying to find you on TikTok for the last month. Okay. So, and that's not a you thing. That's a me thing. Okay. okay? And, and so I finally found you because you just told me before we started this interview and I was like, oh my God, you have 294.700 thousand did I say that I know how to say big numbers well um yeah, you- basically you all you're you're pretty much at 300,000 followers right, right. on fucking TikTok bananas you have half a million views on like all of the whoa you have 2.2 million views on your on your last Kardashian Courtney uh, Kardashian post where she was breaking down her friendship with what's her oh, face oh yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> 
Okay, well, that that family has given me so much content in the last, I don't know, three months. But wait, real quick, before we go on to this TikTok thing. So I forgot to ask you, when you were doing comedy, was it just really on social media? Or were you like doing like the stand like the stand up circuit? Right. Or was it was it predominantly because you're in D.C. Right. Like, were you like working the comedy circuit or were you just like doing it on social media? Predominantly social media. And we had a couple friends. We're friends with D.C. Improv. I, I literally live like right up the street from them. So we have friends there and we would do live podcast shows and we would open for certain people. But it was very rare. I was not getting on stage every night. I wasn't doing the D.C. comedy circuits like I could have been. And I right. set my sights on when I moved to New York, I'm going to do the comedy scene way more. And so I started like inching and doing little tiny shows and I would wear wigs on stage and just do my characters up there I love and that. uh oh well thank you I mean like it was it was pretty scary I'm not gonna lie <laughs> it's like if if the if it's the character scary. flopped then I I was just done I was like oh wh- what do I do now right <laughs> yeah so but uh but predominantly right before COVID I really was like all focused on social just because I th- yeah I think that's really good for people to know too though because yeah. I feel like especially in the world of comedy it's like if you're not quote-unquote bombing in the basement right. then you're not a real comedian and you know what that's not fair or true like there are so many different like if you're funny you're funny what was it I just watched The Greatest Showman because I'm a nerd <laughs> and <clears throat> I think it was P.T. Barnum from Barnum and Bailey Circus yep. who was supposedly a monster but let's just all pretend like he was Hugh Jackman forever oh yeah and apparently he said the greatest gift you can give somebody is the gift of laughter mm-hmm. and so you don't have to be in a comedy club to make somebody laugh, especially in the world we're in now. So I love that. I love that you, you know, you're going viral and exploding and a majority of your, you know, material is on a social media platforms because I think there's a lot of other funny people out there Definitely. who aren't going to get a chance to get on a stage just because of the world we live in now post COVID. And they, it's good for people to know that they can do it any, they can go any sort of route. And still succeed. Definitely. And much love to all the stand-ups. I know they work so hard and it's such a hard yes. life. You have to be up till like yes. three in the morning, like at all the shows every single night. Um, and, and now, I mean, they're used to being out every single night and they're stuck in their home. So I just like want to, you know, raise a hand up, a glass shout up, out. shout out to all the comedians. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely. I think that this is the time to beef up their socials, get on TikTok, start getting creative, like learn how to work a camera. If you already do, that's awesome. And the crazy thing about TikTok is, you know, once you figure it out, it's all in app. So you edit in app. It's crazy. But that's amazing. And then, and you guys always remember this, always repurpose your videos. So if you're posting it on TikTok, Remember, it saves to your device. Post it on Instagram. Yes. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I have a question. Are you more fixated on on Instagram right now or TikTok? Or is it are they just different beasts entirely? Different beasts entirely. But, you know, I'm an OG IG girl. Like, I love IG. We grew up with IG, right? right? And, like, Snapchat, okay, peace I out. Know. That was, like, for nudes. So, like, I still have people that send me Snapchats. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you? Are you still using this app? Like, what? And, uh, like... But I, so I always remember Instagram as my baby. Like, that's where I got discovered for Bring the Funny. Um, a lot of stuff still happens on Instagram. And I think a lot of um, industry people are using Instagram because that was like the yeah, first one, right? And so TikTok is like a worldly app, right? There's people from Australia, India. Well, India, no more. They canceled it there because they're like worried about China. Wow. All of India canceled TikTok. Like, no one's allowed to have it on their phone. That's fucking Which is crazy. kind of scary, right? And the U.S. is saying they're going to take it out as well. No. <laughs> Why? What? What's going on? Why am I learning about global issues right now? I'm confused. <laughs> well, they're, they're worried that our, our information is, uh, is being compromised. So the U.S. is, like, about to close it down. But here's the thing. Um, Whoa. That's 
scary. That's scary. But at the same time, um, TikTok is doing this huge movement and they're trying to keep creators on the app. So they're like putting out $200 million and they're trying to send like millions to all these different creators. So get it while you can, Tay-Tay, okay? And anyone that's- I'm, like- I'm, I'm doing it today and I'm going to, you know what? Yes, I need an intern. Yes. You <laughs> to teach me how to use TikTok. No fucking joke. I'm dead. Fine, I'll pay you. Okay, cool. As long as I can hang out in your apartment because I just moved out of Brooklyn. Yes. I'm done with Brooklyn because I had to give up my apartment and now I'm looking at Jersey City. It's it's, it's <gasps> It may be happening. Andrea, I would love for you to move to Jersey City. I feel like we have we have been destined to be besties for a very long time now. It's, we have. It's true. Like I've been I'm putting this on my vision board. Your face is on the vision board. So like, let's just. <laughs> That's creepy. I love it. TikTok it. Make me go viral. But true. But you like with stick with me, kid. You'll go big on TikTok. I'm going to. Oh, but seriously, yeah. like your videos are just so fucking genius. Okay, so in quarantine, you just had. Well, the thing is, is that like. Viewing and listening is down across the board in the entertainment industry, except on social media. Except on social. And yeah. that is straight up hashtag knowledge from UTA where my <laughs> agents are. And like, it really is crazy. I mean, like the the number one thing that's thriving is Instagram uh, and definitely TikTok. I don't. I can't speak to Facebook or Twitter. Right. Um. And Reddit can just burn in hell. But like, that's <laughs> not a actual, social media platform. But I, it's on the seventh. I just wanted hotel. to throw that in yep. there. <laughs> I just wanted to spread some negativity before we wrap this up. But like, literally, I mean, you're just fucking crushing it. Like, when 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 did it did it hit where you were like, oh my god, I went viral. This video that I wish I I shot way better. I had this idea. There was a um. This happened. Okay, three months ago. Uh, it was the trend where you're watching a TV show or you're listening to a, a song and it's like one month after watching the show, one year after watching the show and you turn into the character. So I used oh that God. theme, but for the Kardashians. And so <gasps> I dressed in the bathroom and that's what wait, made me Oh, go, it was the bathroom one. The bathroom one. one, right? Oh, that was the first one I saw. And yes. that I actually didn't put together that it was you when I first saw that first one. I was just like, this girl's a fucking <laughs> genius and is nailing it. You also look just like Kourtney Kardashian, which is a compliment oh, as from, from where I'm coming from. Yes. Uh, well, it's crazy because my parents are renovating that bathroom. So everybody was like, your bathroom should have kept up with the Kardashians. Like I had so much hate <laughs> on the video. <laughs> People are they are. Dicks. Oh my God. There are trolls on TikTok, but they're funny. Oh, wait, I was going to say there's tr- there are trolls on TikTok. Well, kind, are they kind of. They're very young. So it's like, oh, a four, 14 year old <laughs> is going to tell me to, f- to F off. Cool. Go. Go tell your mom. You know what I mean? It's No, that will hurt me more than anything. <laughs> One of my nephews recently told me that I, my he went, oh, Auntie, your armpits are so he, tall. He can't, he's like a little speech impediment. He's like, Auntie, your armpits are so mushy. Translation, your armpits are so mushy. And I'm like, I know. I'm going to die tomorrow. I hate you. I love you. Get out of my oh fucking my room. God. It broke my heart. Like, I no, kids are worse. Kids they, are like, savage. Are speaking the truth. They are savages. <laughs> That is true. Really? Um, there's Ugh. a little bit of trolls on TikTok, but um, the thing that happened with that video is that everybody took the sound and they used it as their own voiceovers and they just redid the video way better. So all of those videos got posted on US Weekly, People, Pop Sugar, like all these huge outlets. And it wasn't, I wasn't getting credited at all. So huh. that sucked. But finally, US Weekly apologized to me and they posted one of my videos and people started noticing that it was my voice. Did you wait? Did you like, did you reach out and say, like, give me credit or like you basically ganked this from me? Yes. A lot of people in my you. army, they were like, this is Andrea Lopez comedy. Don't you ever not credit her? And so a lot of people had my back. And then I went out and I actually did a news broadcast. It was for a, a Chicago TV show with the girl that got viral off of all my videos. And we did like a side by side because she. She looks 
just like Courtney, you guys. Exactly no. like Courtney. So when people when she did the video, people were like, "Oh my god, she looks and sounds like Courtney." So she went totally viral. She's like, "But it was your but voice." But it was my voice, right? Oh, did could she do the voice? Could she do? She the can't voice? do the impersonation, right? No. <laughs> Suck on those bags of dick, bitch. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not competitive. Why am I getting Just so mad? Just kidding. We're fine. <laughs> yes, I only got mad for like ten minutes, but then I noticed that she got so much love ten for minutes. it, and she got. I timed it. <laughs> I got mad for... What did you do in those 10 minutes? Oh, I screamed like a banshee. I screamed into a pillow. <laughs> I took a shot of vodka. I went wild. Yes. Like, yeah. 10 minutes of hard, wild rage. And then I was back. <laughs> I fucking love you so much. So shit. So you stuck up for yourself and then you get the credit that you're, that you're owed. And then... You start to really pop off. And yes. And then I, people were like, you need to post uh, Courtney all the time. So I just did TikTok all the time. All the time. Courtney, Courtney. I kind of ran out of ideas because I was like, Courtney at the store. No, just keep Courtney. doing yeah. Kim's outfits. That's all I want. That's literally all the content I need in my life. So if you guys have not yet seen Andrea's comedy. So on TikTok, it's, it's at Andrea Lopez comedy on Instagram. She also posts them at Andrea Lopez. At just- Andrea Lopez comedy too. Comedy. Oh God, Instagram. how did I not recognize that? Okay. Oh wait, on Instagram. Oh. Um, And then... So, but she, basically what she does is she does a lot of different Courtney stuff, but when well, she does a lot of different personations overall, but Courtney, I have to tell you, it's my favorite. <laughs> and you basically do like I, Courtney, Courtney going, wait, roasting. you explain it. You explain it. Yeah. Roasting Kim. Right. In her outfit. Right. So where did this idea come from? Was this a real thing that happened? I wanted to start using the green screen. There's a feature on, on TikTok where you can put something behind you and then like talk about it and all these young kids were doing it. I was like, all right, how do I translate this into what I'm doing? So if you guys remember, Kim used to organize Paris Hilton's closet, right? Like, could we, I remember. Can we all give a good TBT? Ne- hashtag <laughs> never forget. Hashtag <laughs> never forget. Okay. <laughs> if she can organize closets and then be a multimillionaire and have like her divorce splash all over the TV, we could do anything. <laughs> There's, hope. There's hope. There's hope. Right. So... She used to dress just tragically, as we all did. Like, go back into your pictures and look at all those outfits you had, right? right? So, and right. Courtney is such a savage. She, she's just, she is a complete B-I-T-C-H, and she ain't afraid to show it. So, I, I just thought I could be Courtney and roast Kim's old outfits. And now I have people that send me outfits I need to roast. It's amazing. Wait, but like, did Courtney ever actually like do something like this? Because it, it's honestly so fucking good. I'm almost like Courtney must have done this at one point on the Kardashians, but I don't think she did. She. This is like she, true genius. This is true genius. <laughs> it is. I'm telling you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I will say that she always, her and Kim always fight about Kim saying that Courtney copies her outfits. So yes. there's always like that little thing. I think it like probably stemmed from that. It's just really taking their fights and kind of just making some type of topic about it, right? I don't know. It's like just there's so many things that we could joke about. And I'll tell you, TikTok, oh. it's a waste of my it's not a waste of my time because I've gotten so many notoriety like different articles written, but I'll be on TikTok and I'll just I'm a, I'm addicted and my mom knows it and she's like, "Get off TikTok." And I'm like, <laughs> I can't. There's so many things to like constantly learn and see and and now with this opportunity to like make money from TikTok, it's almost going to be like YouTube. Now I'm thinking, yeah. "All right, well I'm broke now making barely any money on podcasting. I better use TikTok." Right. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah, are you kidding yeah. me? So like Courtney Rose Kim's looks part 1. Courtney K Rose Kim's looks like part 1. How many different I think I have four or five right now. And I stopped for a while because there was one troll that was like, stop doing this. We get it. And then I stopped. 
No! Are you kidding me? If I was a troll, I would I wouldn't have a radio show. Oh You're my right. god. No, Andrea, no. They're literally the funniest things ever. The things that you <laughs> say. I wish I could quote them right now, I think but I can't. I have a favorite one. It's that belt looks like 2020, barely holding on. <laughs> 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 There's one where you talk about she's wearing um she's oh god oh yeah jean jacket <laughs> Kim, no Kim's got on this like nude colored like <laughs> poofy dress that you compare to a cupcake and then Courtney's you you're like which is made of sugar which I will never <laughs> eat and then you say something Kim in the picture has fucking bangs <laughs> and you say what does she think she is Jamil Jamil or what I can't Jamila Jamila Jamil and just so it's so fucking funny it's so funny um appreciate you yeah those I take probably 15 different takes of the outfit and then I'll just choose the funniest sometimes it's like it it is a bomb it's like not even funny and then some of them are funny so then I use the funny ones oh my god they're so good they're so genius I'm like I'm like I'm fangirling out over you (laughs) my friend and also, just uh, to let everybody know, you're also going to be joining, in addition to everything that you're doing, you're going to be joining um, a new podcast called Off Brand with Nima Vand. He's from Shaws of Sunset. Yes, our, our friend Nima Vand. He's one of the new additions, but he's been on for, for a little bit, for quite a while now. Uh, but they just shot their reunion, part one, part two. It was pretty, pretty wild. They all are fighting. <laughs> oh, I love when they yes. fight. I, I'm actually so behind on Shaws, but I have to get back I on. was too, but Nima was just like, just watch the reunion. That's all you need to watch. I'm like, all right, cool. So, yes, he does – he's doing a – just launched. He announced it um, yesterday. It is called Off Brand, and it's going to be, like, pop culture. He's going to have, you know, guests, people from Shaw's, and then he does this call-in segment with impersonators and comedians, and I'll be one of the returning um, impersonators on the show. And who are you going to be impersonating? Oh, run of the gambit. We got Courtney. We got Sophia. Um, <laughs> we've got – I did Sarah Palin for a little bit. He's already got a Trump impersonator. Um, oh God. but, uh, yeah, Karen, my, my typical like white Karen I've got, uh, you know, I have not seen your Karen. She's more of a soccer mom. She's not the people that's like pulling out her phone and like being like, I'm calling the police. It's like a, it's a <laughs> soccer mom. That's like, I've had 16 Chardonnays. I haven't slept with my husband in 10 months and I am cobwebs down there. Okay. That's Karen. <laughs> I just saw, I forget where on Instagram, there was a video a TikTok yes. that this girl had posted. Somebody reposted it, and it was she was like, "Tell say it again." Mom and her mom was like, "I want to change my name." Her mom because she's Karen, Karen. <laughs> and she's like, "Everyone thinks I'm a middle aged loser." <laughs> I'm like, you know, the world is gonna change when baby boomer parents named Karen know that that's a bad no, thing. No, it's a bad thing, right? <laughs> yes. It's a sign of the times. I can't believe I can't believe I'm like reading like the New York Times and they're like and, and another Karen <laughs> yes. has added again. I'm like this is the Times. This is the New York Times. This is the okay. news that they are addressing right now. Oh my, save us all. We we live in a crazy world. Well, well you are you are crushing this world. I am so proud of you, Thanks, Andrea. Jay. Like I love it. Again, you guys at Andrea Lopez Comedy on both Instagram and TikTok. Um, all you have to do for TikTok is just search. I don't know why search. I have such a hard time you, you doing go, that. You go, how do you go, how do I find you? I go, all right, so open it up and hit that little magnifier. That means search. <laughs> oh, my God. Killed me. Killed me. Um, I need your help. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. 
if I can move out to Jersey, I will I will do my damn best. I'll bring Sunsair and I'll bring a charcuterie. My side hustle oh my is God. cheese boards. If you guys don't know, I have 15 side hustles. Um, and it, it's catering <laughs> cheese boards. I'm not kidding. <laughs> have you met Jared Freed? Oh, I am I am pissed because he made up charcuterie chat. I'm <laughs> I was saying, I got you gotta go on his podcast I have and to. call him out. I on have that. to because I'm so I'll introduce, I'll introduce you. Please do, please do. I will, I will. <laughs> you guys will have so much fun together. Um, Andrea, thank you so much for joining. And where else, anything else that I forgot to promote uh that you want to promote? Oh man, you guys, if you don't want to pay five hundred dollars for a real uh celebrity, you can book me on Cameo and I'll be your knockoff. <laughs> I'm only $20. <laughs> I love you so much. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. That's exactly what the that's exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly. Thank <laughs> you everyone. I love all of you. Oh, Andre, you're the best you guys. Um make sure to follow her. All do follow just Follow her and find out where she does all the good things that she does cuz she's doing so much and um yeah, I mean, I'm never letting you go. <laughs> Please I'm don't. Never. Never, never. Um, You guys, that's it for us this week. Thank you so much for joining. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And uh, we'll be back next week with uh, another amazing guest. Until then, bye, girl, bye.